This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is crazy. There's video footage of Lady Gaga's dogs being abducted yesterday. Whoa. Her dog walker, um, his name's Ryan Fisher. He was out around 9.40 p.m. A car pulled up alongside him and the dogs. Two thieves jumped out. They yelled at him to give it up. He put up a fight. The dog thieves pulled out a gun, shot him in the stomach with a semi-automatic handgun. Mm. They got away with two of Lady Gaga's dogs, Gustav and Koji. Her third dog, Miss Asia, ran from the thieves. He runs back to Ryan as he's laying on the ground. So, sorry, she oh is is safe. So one of the dogs was not stolen, but two of Lady Gaga's dogs were stolen. Good news the dog walker is recovering well. He's in the hospital. Lady Gaga, obviously very upset by this. She's offering a $500,000 reward for the return of the dogs. No questions asked. Hmm. Which sounds great, but I'm sure the police might have a couple questions for you. Yeah, I doubt it's a... I think it's kind of a trick to kind of get somebody... You know what I mean? Like, because if... You know, well, realistically, no doubt, you no want doubt the money. she wants her dogs back. The dogs back, but it's more important to find the guy who shot the dude. You know, as yeah. much as you love your dogs... You know, finding the cr- the criminal and attempted murderers was way more important. I would assume that Lady Gaga is looking after the dog walker as well mm-hmm. for putting himself uh, in harm's way there. So bizarre because, like, you know, the dogs can only be so- worth so much. So it makes you think that maybe she was targeted it's like somebody purposely wanted to hurt Lady Gaga. Well, that's a speculation. Not necessarily to hurt her, but maybe her dogs are more valuable. They say that uh, there is an underground dog market out there, and it's not uncommon, especially French bulldogs. They're popular dogs uh, to be stolen. You can sell one of those for more than $10,000. Sure, sure, but you could could easily beat up a dog walker and take the dogs, like, to go so far as to shoot them. Yeah, there's there's talk that it could have been targeted. We don't know for sure at this point. Um, if you don't have the paperwork for the dog, though, it makes it tougher to sell. However, if they're Lady Gaga's dogs mm. and somebody specifically wanted to buy Lady Gaga's dogs, yeah, yeah, you never then know. Who knows what kind of money you could get for those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of Gaga's celebrity friends is trying to help out. She was in the movie Machete Kills with Danny Trejo. <laughs> oh, my God. And Danny Trejo has put this message out there to the dog thieves. We're not busting down doors, but we just know people that deal with dogs. People don't just drive around and say, hey, look, there's two dogs. So they targeted her. You know, the police, they have a lot of stuff to do. So the dog napping is like... Eighth on the list, the shooting of this guy is like, wait a minute. That means these guys are total amateurs. Tragic. He tweeted out, so ser- sorry to hear about your dogs, Lady Gaga. Don't worry, we got people out there looking for oh, them. Oh, dear. <laughs> Machete. Machete is coming <laughs> for you. I think you're just patrolling the neighborhoods with a machete in his hand. <laughs> a knock on people, the door. Yeah, shaking people down. <laughs> Can you imagine being these, these dog thieves? You get machete knocking on your door looking for... Oh, please don't bark. Please don't bark in the back room. This is the big scandal everyone's talking about. Buttergate. Here in Canada, it's a real moo story. <laughs> 
Why is the butter in this country so hard? Why is it not uh, getting soft when you leave it out on the counter like it used to? This is uh, this is what some people are saying. Jim, you haven't noticed a, a change in your butter, have you? No, I only use butter for cooking, and I just keep it in the fridge. Okay, so, so. you don't really try and soften your butter up. <laughs> not recently. We have a... Uh, He'd like to remain anonymous, but we've got a dairy farmer on the air with us here. Good morning, sir. Morning. How are you guys? Good. Good. We didn't change your voice or anything. Is that okay? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to put on a fake voice, you're more than welcome to do that. But uh, you heard us talking about Buttergate earlier this morning, and it kind of got your... uh, your temperature rising there because uh, this is a frustrating situation for you dairy farmers. Yeah, so first of all, everyone's talking about their butter being really hard. Did anyone ever think that, like, you know, it's February and it might just be a little bit harder because of the temperature outside? Like, before we get into anything too technical here. Um, But, yeah, there's been a lot of claims about butter being harder and... Most of that has come from one person who is the self-proclaimed uh, food processor, who I'm not even going to name food because they're... Professor. The, yeah, the self-proclaimed yeah. food professor. Processor or professor? Now professor, I'm confused. Professor, because he thinks he knows okay. everything about oh, food, right? So he's, been like, he, he's, he's decided, I am the food professor. He didn't graduate from food. The government didn't give him the title food professor. He gave himself that Twitter handle. Right. Okay, yeah, so it's a social media guy. It's a social media guy, and basically what he's doing is he's telling everyone that, um, you know, butter is harder, and there's actually, like, no basis to this. And really, his issue is more with dairy politics, and uh, he's just trying to make a, a big stink out of it because he's a journalist, and he wants to get attention for himself. Unfortunately, it's kind of caught wind, and you know how things go on social media, it's really taken off, and well, if it's not true, nobody's going to share that story, right? Doesn't oh, yeah. doesn't a story have to be true for people to share it on social media? Oh yeah, certainly everything you read on the internet is true, right? <laughs> so. so the one thing that they were saying was that it was palm oil or palm fats that was creating the hardness. Yeah. Why is that easily debunked? Well, then? well, it's it's not that it's going into the butter it's that you guys are feeding it to your cows and then due to that the fat content of the milk is higher and the butter is harder is that true so the fat content in the milk will increase when a byproduct like palm fat is fed to cows now it's not very commonly fed across the industry um it's a totally safe like byproduct of palm oil uh and it's been fed in dairy products for quite a few years. But the main problem is is that there's no scientific research to back up that it's actually making butter harder. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, you know, if somebody can show me the data, I would, you know, I will totally agree with, you know. How many ruined pieces of toast do I need to show you before you're going to believe me here? The butter's hard. <laughs> I don't know. Just, uh, but it's one of those things because we've all had hard butter and it's like almost like a confirmation bias thing where it's like, you know, it's such a common thing. But once you see somebody who seems to have authority on Twitter say it, you're like, yeah, my butter has been harder, even if it truly hasn't. Yeah. It's like mass butter hysteria. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. So you're saying that you, you guys haven't changed anything in terms of making the butter? 
No, um, well, really, we don't have any uh, any control over how the butter's made. We just make the milk for the guys to uh, to make the butter. Yeah. Okay. We've got a text message here. It's like I'm listening to your show, and I can't believe this guy is giving away all the butter secrets. How <laughs> dare he? <laughs> oh my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Buttergate. Some people are saying that uh, Canadian butter is too hard. Even if you leave it out on the counter, it doesn't get soft enough. Rebecca's on the phone. Are you calling to complain about the uh, the firmness of your butter? I'm actually, okay, so I work with yogurt, and there's been no difference because then our fat content would be higher. Right. And we're not getting any different in our fat content than what we've ever had. Is your yogurt softer? There's no difference. Mm. You're not getting like uh, occasionally like a cup of, you can't get to the bottom to mix in the fruit because the yogurt's too hard? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, if If it goes with the whole palm oil thing where... They're feeding it to the cows. Well, then it's going to cause the butter to get yeah. hard. So, well, so the yogurt you want yogurt. you want the 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 cow and the butter people to know that the yogurt people have their backs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, say hi to everyone at the yogurt factory. Hi. Phone lines. Everyone wants to talk about how hard or soft their butter is. Hello. Good morning. What's going I on? I sent you the message about the butter bell. Yeah, what's a butter bell? Okay, so it's typically a ceramic dish, and you fill the base with water. Right. And you fill the lid. If you if you flip the lid upside down, there's a, a spot to put butter. Okay. When you put, it, when you put it into the jar, the water keeps the butter at room temperature, and it keeps it fresh, and... It keeps it soft. You put hot water in or warm water in the bell or no? I, I usually put warm water in. It doesn't melt the butter and it it stays fresh for like a month. And do you, keep, a, do you keep it on the counter just in the butter bell or do you keep the butter bell in the fridge? No, I keep it on the counter. Hmm. Plus, I'm telling you, it's a life changer. Okay. Well, I just got an air fryer, and let me tell you, my life is has already been turned upside down with that thing. I don't know if I can handle a butter bell right now. Wow. <laughs> I may have to wait till the air fryer hype wears off a bit before I uh, I head into. Where do you buy a butter bell? Amazon. Where? Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. All right. I'll take your word for it. All right, You're not care. complaining about the firmness of your butter? I'm not, no. <laughs> Got to get a butter bell, Jim. Yeah, I just Google imaged it. Cool. It's like a shot glass on top of a coffee mug with a lid. Like there's a lid and there's a shot glass on top of it. The butter goes in the shot glass and the hot water in the coffee I, I got all the explanation I needed from the lady. <laughs> you're not, you're not. <laughs> I just couldn't quite picture it. I had to Google image okay. it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, there's ways to make your butter soft if it's too hard. Let's bring Hammer Manny in the Y108 studios into the conversation. Manny, how you doing, dude? Hey, boys. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Uh, you're holding back on us here, Manny. What do you mean? What's this I hear about you getting a, a story published by the Toronto Raptors? Oh, it's, so it's not, it's not the official 
Toronto Raptors, but it's like an unofficial affiliate. It's like a it's like a blog. Oh, okay. Forget yeah. it then. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, so the boys. It's, a, it's called Raptors Republic, yeah. and it's a yeah, it's a it's a yeah, unauthorized. Raptors blog, right? Oh, cool. Well, I know yeah. you. I know you're into the NBA, especially the Toronto Raptors. So, tell us what the article's about. Uh, well, basically, you know, there's a lot of talk in the NBA right now about trades, and you know, particularly with the Raptors, a lot of people are thinking, well, maybe they should trade Lowry, make some trades because you know they're doing, they're not doing as well this year mm-hmm. as they usually do in past years. You think they should get rid of Kyle Lowry? No, I don't think so. I said I said no trades because I really don't think anything that they do right now will catapult them or uh, put them, you know, uh, head and shoulders above another team right now. So what do they need to do to start clicking? Uh, I would say just just right now. So they were on a winning streak for a little bit, and then they lost two in a row. But I would just say continue to build chemistry, you know? Yeah. That's what I think. Maybe play some board games together, guys. Yeah, you, know, you know, outside of work. Yeah, you know, play some tic tac toe, ping pong tournament. <laughs> yeah, hop on Xbox Live with the boys. Trust exercises. One person stands behind the other, and you fall into their arms. That sort of stuff. Yeah, make bracelets for each other. You know, <laughs> <laughs> because they're fifth, the fifth place in their conference. You don't want to blow up the team right now. Right. Do anything too crazy. Well, the, oh, what, that gives me an idea for Jim's birthday present. Actually, what's that? Uh, a nice friendship bracelet. <laughs> yeah, we all should bond, just like the How rappers about that? should. Yeah. Three matching friendship <laughs> bracelets. We're the three best friends that anyone could right. ever have. When you have a team that wins a championship, it's the years following are tough because you kind of get used to your team being amazing and dominating, right? So when, yeah. they're, when they're just kind of uh, middle of the pack or higher, you know, they're not at the top, you start getting a little bit nervous. But does that mean you need to make the big changes? Well... Uh, okay, well, it's still cool that the blog posted your story, Manny. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. If the Toronto Raptors are listening, uh, this guy, uh, he's writing some stuff about you. <laughs> Give him a retweet every once in a while. Around this time yesterday, we were talking about Angus Young getting the inspiration for the title of that song. He said he was sitting on the can when it came to him. Highway to hell. <laughs> It sounds like it was a uh, a longer, uncomfortable visit to the washroom <laughs> for Angus. Yeah, probably a, a morning after a rough night. Ooh. Ugh. How many of those draft beers did I drink? I've got it. Highway to hell. <laughs> um, well, thank you to Philly Pat, who's one of our regular listeners. Philly Pat... <laughs> He's working up near the Bruce Nuclear Power Plant. He's a huge ACDC fan, and he found it very entertaining that we were having that conversation about ACDC and Angus Young on the toilet while Philly Pat was listening to our show at the same time on the toilet. Wow. Appreciate the visual, (laughs) Philly Pat. With the DeWalt radio on his shoulder, yeah. sitting on the can. On the job site. Uh, he sent a picture, actually, afterwards uh, of the porta potty that he was in when mm. he was listening. So I don't, he must be listening on his phone or something. I don't know. We got to give a kudos to all the plumbers out there who have been working hard through the pandemic because everyone keeps going. If there's something in the world that is slowing things down elsewhere, 
Things are still moving in the bathroom, right? Yeah, that's what they say. There's one thing con- or two things constant in this world: poop and taxes. And um, plumbers have been out there doing essential work. Another, uh, another one of those jobs I think that has been eclipsed by some of the other frontline workers. But well, maybe maybe backline workers is what we could call plumbers. But they're out there. They're doing hard work, and and they uh, haven't stopped for a year here so kudos to all the plumbers listening this morning and just to show you what great people they are looking at a story here of a plumber from new jersey who packed his family in the car and drove all the way down to texas because he saw what was going on with the winter storm there and people's pipes breaking and and not having drinking water, not being able to use their their toilets inside. So listen to this. He uh, packed his family in the car and drove right to Texas. So we're here in Texas. The first call is a busted water line. Yeah, we drove down here 25 hours. A lot of people's homes have lost power, have lost heat. Some people have been without water for days, almost over a week. They've been getting busy. They've been getting to work. And we're just really excited and thankful that we could be a blessing to other people. I want to thank you for coming out and doing an incredible job in my home. You all did an exceptional work. It was expedient, professional. There's Andrew Mitchell, plumber from New Jersey, drove all the way to Texas to help out with the situation down there. Kudos. Kudos to him and all the plumbers. If you, if you see a plumber today, if you know a plumber, if there's one in your life, uh, next time you bump into them, don't crack a joke. <laughs> Maybe instead say thank you because they've been out there working hard. Earlier in the show, I, I mentioned that all last evening my... Pupils were dilated, mm-hmm. but I didn't explain why. So we've got some text messages here asking, Des, what, what's going on with your dilated pupils? <laughs> the story's not as fun as you probably think it could be. You didn't go to a rave? <laughs> <laughs> Had my shirt off, soother in my mouth, <laughs> blow sticks on my hands. <laughs> Huge irises. Um, no, I went to the eye doctor, had an eye test done, and... While I was in there, she said, okay, put your head back. We're going to put in these eye drops that... First, she put in some eye drops that freeze my eyes so you can't feel anything to do a test for... I think it's a glaucoma test or something. Mm -hmm. And then she said, uh, okay, now I'm going to put in uh, some drops that are going to dilate your pupils. And things may be a little blurry for a bit, but uh, after that, you'll be fine. I'm like, okay. So she puts them in and... It takes like 10, 15 minutes. You go in the waiting room and you come back in once your pupils are dilated. And once they were were fully dilated, like big black saucers, I couldn't see anything. Too bright or what? No, it was, everything was just a little bit blurry. It was, it, it was weird. Hmm. And I asked the, the eye doctor, I'm like, am I okay to drive? Like nobody told me not to drive to this appointment like that's i was planning on driving home she's like oh yeah most people are okay to drive i'm like most people (laughs) (laughs) that's a risk i'm willing to take most people are okay to drive so i did i drove home i took extra caution but then when i got home my eyesight was even blurrier my eyes were sore and my pupils were dilated for a good three to four hours really yeah huh so i i I just googled it here. Can you drive with your pupils dilated? You'll probably you'll probably it's the same answer. You'll probably be able to go home or back to work 
uh, right away, but your eyes will be sensitive. Your vision is blurry. Protect your eyes from the sun from, by wearing sunglasses. Oh, look, don't drive for several hours after your eyes have been dilated. You'll probably okay if you do, but don't do it. I made the mistake once of my, my, I had contacts in and my eyes felt dry. So I just put in random eye drops. They weren't, they weren't the, I think there's specific contacts ones. And sometimes you can just put contact solution in your eye and it's fine. But I just took a random eye drop. It was Gorilla Glue, wasn't it? It was. I couldn't open my eye for six (laughs) months. No, but I only put it in one eye and it made it all weird. So I had one eye that was dilated and I was about to go on a date with my girlfriend. And so I walked by the mirror near the door and I I looked like a cartoon character because one eye was super big, (laughs) the iris, and the other one was super small. You're sloth from the Goonies or (laughs) Toxic Avenger. Yeah, I just look hammered. Ooh, (laughs) hey, uh, nice to meet you. Well, I guess guess I'm in the probably uh, (laughs) percentage of that, but just uh, heads up, if you're going to the eye doctor and they're Putting those drops in. Maybe get a ride. I don't know. Take an Uber. The information on whether or not you should be driving after the the eye drops is kind of blurry. Jim, you mentioned earlier in the week that your girlfriend Sarah bought a Roomba for your house. Mm -hmm. Those are the little robot vacuums that just wander around, pick stuff up while you're doing other things. (laughs) There's a Roomba story here I thought you should be aware of. Uh Uh-oh. People have been wondering why their Roombas are acting drunk. And apparently, it's a software update that uh, that has gotten Roombas bumping into furniture, moving in strange patterns, getting stuck in empty areas, and having trouble finding their way home to their docks. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically drunk. <laughs> so, has your Roomba been moving around all weird, or is it I, I don't business think as so. usual? I think it's been doing its thing. I don't know. I think it's a Roomba Roomba, but it could be like an off-brand Roomba. Like, mm. I don't know, like, there's a lot of very similar products out there now, too, so I don't know, but I honestly haven't noticed. Okay. Well, they are going to uh, release a fix yeah. for the, the software, I'll do a little update thing, but it's going to be a couple weeks it'd be bef- kinda, before the Roombas sober up. It'd be kind of <laughs> nice. If you're home alone and, you're, and you know, you can't go to the bars, at least right. you got a drinking partner. Yeah, if you're an alcoholic looking for an excuse to drink by yourself, you can now say, hey, my Roomba was drinking with me. Wait, are we all alcoholics? Everybody's drinking by themselves right now. We, the no. Canada is alcoholic. No, they're not. They're drinking with their vacuums. Oh, that's right. That's right. And all you got to do is spill a little out for your for your Roomba. One for your homie. One for my roomie. <laughs> Pour a little on the floor. The thing technically is drinking with you. Because it's <laughs> sucking it up, right? True, yeah, yeah. There you go. If you're wondering why your Roomba is acting all silly, <laughs> you're wondering why your Roomba is sending you a text asking if you're still up at four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Do not get stuck in a Roomba. It makes for a very awkward, <laughs> very awkward exchange at the emergency room. Don't, don't go for the, uh, the booty call. Not with, worth it. With your drunk Roomba. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.